Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of Classroom Matters with me, your host, Christy Hull. And today I am going to be speaking with founder of Limitless Art, Mark Stein. Mark, along with his two daughters, Abigail and Rebecca, have teamed up to form a creative movement that everyone can participate in. The trio produces colorful and inspiring prints that help to promote a positive mindset, goal setting, and the ability to dream big. Limitless Art was started by Mark and his two daughters while trying to find motivational, happy, and positive artwork for their bedrooms, but instead just kept finding products that centered on themes of money and materialistic images. Feeling inspired, the girls suggested that they should just design their own wall art, and once they started working, Limitless Art was created. Mark, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for being here with us. Thanks for having me. So this is exciting. It's intriguing. When I came across you and your work, I knew that I had to have you on the podcast. So talk to us a little bit and just give our listeners a little bit of background on sort of your journey to the Limitless Art organization and how you got to uh, the kind of work that you're doing today. Great. So by profession, I happen to be a real estate broker. Um, I've transitioned to becoming a real estate trainer and coach. And over my years of working with a lot of adults, um, the one thing I always found was important with adults was how do we motivate them? How do we keep people positive and focused on the goal? And as my girls were growing up and you know having challenges in school or homework assignments or just with their friends, we would always go back to the root of where I come from is like, how do we turn this situation into a positive experience? How do we get the right mindset to be able to deal with what's going on around us? And that's kind of where it started, where um, my daughter Abigail and I would have these conversations of how to figure out what the right path is in terms of being successful in what she was doing. So we kind of just started with these ideas of what can we do to be happy? What can we do to be brave in the situation? And these conversations started going on as they grew up and have turned into pieces of art now that started what we originally called Kidspiration Art, um, which now has turned into Limitless Art, which is where we are today. Wow. So were your kids already, because as you're talking about this, I'm thinking about my kids and other people's children may, may not already be the most creative. So were your daughters uh, already creative? Is that something that they enjoyed doing in their free time before you started this journey? Yeah. So my daughters were always creative, whether it be with music and their dancing and just experiences like they would always want to do art projects. Like one of the big things that they wanted as kids when they were really young was, was creative projects that they would get and be able to, you know, take and do the instructions, but then take whatever was left material wise and create something new from it. So they always were curious and willing to explore options into what else is out there. Um, and that's something like I've kind of instilled in them and making sure that they realize that there's a world of possibility out there with whatever you have, let's make something from it. And so they always were creative in terms of coming up with ideas and um, projects and dances. And we even would sit here sometimes at night and they would put on a impromptu show for us where they would choreograph and design and put a set together and really just, you know, want to display their creativity to us as parents. So it was very interesting to watch that um, from a very young age for both Abigail and Rebecca. 
And then over time, it's, you know, they wanted to create more for their friends. Like we were doing it for ourselves as a family, but the friends would come over and they would include their friends in it and want to, you know, share in that experience. And so it's kind of like snowballed into how can we include as many people and being creative and thinking outside the box as we can. And it's kind of just grew into the experiences that we've had to turn into an actual business when it kind of was a project that we just started to have fun with. Mm-hmm. And so you talked about a little bit, and I believe I brought this up in, in the intro, that prior to you coming up with this Limitless Art organization and all of the artwork that you now offer to other families and educators and, and, and folks for their children, you were finding a lot of not the best types of things for children to put in their bedrooms or to hang. So what kinds of things were you really kind of finding and how did that sort of turn into this? So were you, were you mostly finding things that were, you know, materialistic and what kinds of things were you finding and how did that sort of turn into this journey? Right. So once we started coming up with ideas that we wanted some type of inspirational, uh, bright artwork for the rooms, we started looking online. A lot of what we found had to do with money or money bags Um, It had to do with materialistic things. Um, It had to do with not necessarily who you are, but what you have. And I didn't feel that that was the right message as kids, right? We we all want to educate our kids, right? No matter what age they're at, to be a good person, right? And to do what's right and to be in the right mindset, to be positive. Like there's a lot of messages as parents and educators that we want to make sure that our kids have around us because words matter right? The words that we say matter because the kids are listening to us and learning from adults what's important. So if if the adult has money on their mind and only talk about money, then that's all the kids are going to realize that's important in life. But if we can find a way to send the message and show them the message and see the message that it's about being kind and doing good for others, then they're going to grow up in a different environment with a different mindset that hopefully will bring them into a world to leave it as a better place than they found it. And finding all that artwork that had to do with cars and Ferraris and Chanel and money and all this stuff, just as as nice as some of that stuff is, that's not what life's about. And the kids are seeing that more and more on social media, more and more on TV, on YouTube. I mean, it's hard to, to watch everything that they're looking at, but all the words that they're hearing and all the images that they're hearing matter to developing who they are. So it was important to make sure that when we were looking for it, we found the right messaging to be able to help them grow into adults that are going to be the right kind of adults for the world we live in. Mm -hmm. And I think that is so powerful because not only are you focusing on the words that children are seeing and repeating to themselves on a daily, because they're seeing these words in their bedroom, they're seeing these you know, these mantras of, you know, the ones I can see behind you right now, be beautiful, be happy, be kind, um, be brave, all those things. That's so powerful. But on top of that, you're taking away um, the the image of beautiful people that are unrealistic, right? And a lot of mm-hmm. the, the posters that you see now, you have these, these unrealistically beautiful supermodels and, and these, you know, beautiful men and these things then, and what children don't realize is that a lot of this is not real. They're Photoshopped, they're, they're touched up. They don't really look like that in real life. And so unfortunately we do live in a society where children are seeing the images of what they think they should look like 
or what they think they should be. And you've sort of taken that away and given them more um, things to really think about as far as values, um, morals, um, and character building. And so I love that. So talk to me about the process going from, okay, this is a great idea. This is great drawing. Um, These are some good things, kids. Take me through the process of now how that has turned into the Limitless art organization. So do your kids come up with all of the designs? Do they create all these things? How does that work? So my kids and I have worked um, on the messaging, right? And and the ideas of what we wanted. Uh, We work with an art director who is unbelievable. She's been working with me for graphic design and artwork for years for many of my other businesses. But we kind of sat down and like, what's the message that we want and what we want it displayed? And what you're looking at behind me, which is the be magical, be happy, be beautiful, the be line, right? Is really be anything you want to be and accomplish it. So we wanted something bright and colorful. And this was the first group of artwork that we even created uh, because it was very simple and straight to the point. And we thought that it was helpful for kids of all ages. So the kids came up with with many of the messaging. We've expanded upon it since because a lot of our customers have asked for different things. Um, which is actually interesting to see the interaction that we've had with some of our customers who love our artwork and say, hey, I love the, you know, be magical. But in our house, we say, be blessed. Can you create a be blessed? And we have. And that's one of our top sellers now also. Um, so it's really gone beyond what we've created to include a lot of people in the design process and many parents and teachers as well. But the kids come up with the ideas of what they wanna see. And then we go to pen to paper and design a handful of things and let them choose what they like and what they don't like. And there's times that we've created stuff based on what they've requested that they're like, we don't like this at all. Like this is not that what we wanted to do. And so we'll go back and try to redesign it. So the B line was was the first, uh, first of all the lines. And then after that came the unicorns because who doesn't like a unicorn, right? Mm-hmm. Girl, girls growing up love unicorns. So we created unicorns a little bit in terms of being anything you want to be, right? So there's unicorns for the army and Navy. There's arm, there's unicorns for police officers, um, for a chef, for astronauts. Like kids dream about many different things. Everyone's life is different. So like, why don't you be that unicorn in your life that wants to do something? So that was the messaging that the kids came up with. And we found a way to put it onto paper and create a unicorn that now is known as, you know, be that unicorn within any, any industry you want to do something in. And so we've created a lot of those as well, um, based on feedback from, from parents who are like, Hey, I have someone who wants to be an astronaut. Do you have one for an astronaut? So we've created it, but we want to make sure that every kid feels included. Every kid can dream the way they're supposed to dream and think about life in a positive way. And hopefully as they go through life and so through school and all their education, that they'll be able to still be positive and focused on, on the things that they want in life. Mm-hmm. Have you seen your, your children? You have two daughters. Have you seen your daughters sort of grow and flourish and change throughout this process? They definitely have. Um, business is definitely not easy. So we've had many ups and downs and they've got to feel that, but they are better for it now because they understand a little better how life works and that we can plan and do all the greatest things in the world, but sometimes it just doesn't always work out the way they want. So they've grown from that experience, learning that, uh, 
you know, a good business plan is, is helpful, but it's not always going to be the plan that happens. And that sometimes we have to shift and morph into what we're doing. So that was definitely a learning experience for them. In terms of the creativity, like they're always coming up with ideas now of, hey, let's do art for this or let's do art for that. And there's so many ideas now that we have on a paper that we can't design it fast enough. Um, so we've always are looking into new ideas and new things. And this really was a project that turned into a business. It wasn't like, hey, let's go into the art business. It was a project that I was working with my girls and their friends liked it. And then someone wanted it for their school. And so we started creating more and more pieces. We put it up online and then it kind of just snowballed into a business that, you know, we never could have expected. Um, we have people who reach out to us that are uh, both educators and administrators in schools. We have nonprofit organizations that work with kids that wanted the artwork for their, for their um, events and stuff. So we've really reached a lot of different people. And there's actually an organization that reached out to us recently who has a saying that they would like to create into a piece of art. And they want to know if we want to work in a partnership with them. So we're working with them to figure out how we can design it the way they like and make it something that people do want to buy. Mm -hmm. So it's definitely my kids have learned a lot, got to talk to a lot of people over the time. And uh, they're like little celebrities here with their friends sometimes when when they see someone has the artwork in their homes and they're like, hey, we know the people who have that. So it's kind of nice to see. Yeah. And I think that's what's so powerful about it, you know, coming from being an educator and administrator for so many years, the the connection that these folks that you are are serving with your artwork um, is really a great thing because we would much rather as parents and educators have someone that we know and that we trust and that we know that genuinely feels the same way we do and is invested in us as much as we are in them. We would much rather have artwork from someone like that than just, you know, a big box company who creates all this random artwork. It means nothing to them and they're just shipping it out. So I think it's so meaningful for you to not only be doing what you're doing with your children, because you're setting such a great example for parents um, to take these types of things on with their children, but also just your children and, and what the lessons they must be learning through all of this, not just about owning a business and running a business, but just about how to treat others and, and the ups and downs of life. So, you know, you, you talked about how creative your daughters already sort of were um, prior to starting this business. What kind of advice would you give parents or teachers who are listening? And I think this is a great idea and they maybe want to get involved with some creativity with their own child, whether it's, you know, artwork or poetry or visual arts or something, but their children just don't seem, you know, we live in a day and age of technology, a lot of mm -hmm. video games, a lot of television, a lot of other things distracting our kids. What are some, some maybe advice or strategies you might give to parents to try to hone some of that creativity within their children that might not already exist? Right. So um, we make sure to focus at least one night a week with no technology. Um, sometimes we try to or you play games or have conversations without the phone or tablets or TV on, um, which is very helpful, but also just listening to the kids of what, what they're interested in. Like they may be interested in a game on their iPad, but if you say, Hey, let's create our own game and see if they can come up with their own game on how to do that and how to design a board and, and come up with rules, right? Listening to them and how they think um, is, is sometimes incredibly helpful to me as a parent, because now I know what they're interested in, right? My kids recently have become more interested in photography lately. 
right? And that's because they have phones and iPads that they're taking pictures on and they want to understand how a camera works better than their iPad and how they can do different types of shots and how they can pose people. But these are things that came out of conversations with them from their experiences with the technology that they have and learning how to be more creative and, and researching it more on that end. Um, they've also taken up now the creativity of let's design more stuff and using an app like Canva, which is easier for them to use. And they can come up with ideas and concepts and show them and present to me what, they, what they're thinking about. And it may be nothing that we've ever talked about before because they never knew how to verbalize it, but they're able to show me what, what's in their head and show me what they're thinking about. I think the most important thing that educators and parents have to realize is that the kids all have opinions. We just don't always listen to everything that they have to say because we think we need to educate them in a certain way. But if we let them talk to us and tell us what they're interested in and how they view things and how they view the world, I think we're gonna learn a lot from their, their ideas and they'll be creative. So give the kids a chance to educate us on what they're looking to do and what they're looking to have in their life. Okay, so you've got the B line, right? The mm -hmm. ones that we're looking at. What right. are some of the other lines of artwork that you have to offer for folks? And how can, how can teachers and parents get involved with this work? So we actually had a lot of schools get our artwork and organizations have bought their artwork for their, for their hallways and classrooms, which is nice to know. Um, and we even have some, some psychologists who have put it up in their offices for when the kids come in. So that's been actually really nice to see. But we have lines, um, we have the B line, like I said, in the unicorn line. We now have um, the definition line, which is a little bit more about words and what they mean and what they could mean to you. So we kind of, you know, mesh that with a picture of a kid doing something, whether it be the curiosity or reading or something that the kids are interested in. Um, we also have a saying, you know, like positive messaging. Um, so one, my daughter, Rebecca, her favorite one is, broken crayon still color. And she just loves that because she knows that some days we might be broken or some days we might have difficult days, but we're still good people. We still should do what's right and still try to focus on it. So she has, you know, again, we all get, you know, have bad days and I get upset with whatever's going on, but she's realized now that like she snaps out of it because broken crayon still color. And that message is one of her, her favorite ones. Um, and whenever she has to give a birthday gift, that's what she wants to give. But you know, every piece of artwork will connect to kids in different ways and teenagers. Um, we've had some college students who love the, the be magical type uh, line in their dorm rooms. So it's really a little bit for everyone. Uh, so we've really seen that. And now we've included a, our first photographer um, who's taking these limitless shots of the sunset of bridges or stadiums or just nature. And just the idea of the feeling that you get when you see that kind of picture is that limitless positivity feeling. So that's why we've decided to include that as well now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Those are some of my favorites. Mm -hmm. I'm afraid it might be kind of addicting because it's almost like, you know, um, when you see one, it's like, you want the whole set. Yes. <laughs> because we've had all... people order three or four of the beeline just to have a set of them. Yeah. Um, I, I, I know I had, I was like, Oh no, I'm going to get in trouble with this artwork because it's so beautiful. And I think when you know the meaning behind it, it means so much more to you when, when people come in your home or when your children are there and they know the story behind the artwork, that these were children that really feel this and you've connected with them. Um, 
it's such a powerful thing, you know, to have this artwork and it's so personal, I think to have this in your home, as opposed to just a poster that you got at Walmart off the poster rack um, and threw it in a frame. So you had mentioned earlier how if someone has an idea or a saying, um, they could potentially get in touch with you and ask you to make um, some custom made artwork. Is that something that you're still doing? Yeah. So you can reach us through the website and send us ideas and we're happy to work on ideas. Um, we do have a list of them already, so um, we will get back to you. We just may not be able to make it all right away. Um, we're not doing custom necessarily, you know, for individuals, but we'll do and take the idea and try to put it and make it into artwork that we can sell to others um, and help out. So, you know, we try to include as many ideas as possible. And again, if something is like super easy, like adding a B, a B line that we can add pretty quickly. But if someone's coming up with new ideas or a saying that they like, um, you know, it'll take us some time to figure out how to display it that will be kid friendly. Um, again, we're very sensitive to making sure it's the right coloring and the messaging. You know, again, like I've like I said before, the words and the tone, you know, everything that we say and do and the kids see, right, be, becomes part of them. And so we want to make sure that when we're selling the artwork that the kids are going to be looking at every day, that's the right positive feeling, messaging, visual, all these things go become part of it. So making sure that the coloring is right and making sure that the messaging is right. It was very important to us. Mm-hmm. All right. So where can people find you? We are at limitlessart.com. Um, we are also on Instagram and Facebook and you can reach out to us. Any of those ways, messaging or email uh, is fine. We'll be happy to get back to you as soon as we can. Well, Mark, thank you so much. I, I really truly think that the work that you are doing with Abigail and Rebecca is so important right now, especially right now in the world that we live in. Um, I think it is so unique and so intriguing and it can be become so personal for folks that really get on the website um, and look at the this artwork. So thank you so much for taking your time today. Remember um, for all of our listeners, it's limitlessart.com. Um, go, please go check it out. Even if you just browse through and just to get your eyes on some of this beautiful work that, that Mark has come up with, with his children, it's really something special to look at. Um, and as usual, we will put all of Mark's information um, in the description page um, so that you can, um, if you're driving and you're listening to this podcast, you don't have to try to write all this down. We will list it for you. Um, but Mark, thank you so much for being with us today and taking the time to talk about uh, limitless art. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. And this is Christy Hool signing off for this episode of Classroom Matters. And don't forget to check out all of our resources on the educate.today website.